Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hello, everyone. Whoa, hi. Welcome to episode 18 of Just the Worst. Is it 18 or 18, bitch? Well, so I tried the beat. You can't do that. Oh. They don't let you number things in such a fashion on the old interwebs. So it just makes us look like we're doing way more episodes. We are doing way more episodes. True, true. This is a lot of work here. This is... You guys, I have to talk to Valentina for like three straight hours. You did? Yeah. And I don't talk to anybody for three straight hours. She did, and I made her watch videos and uh-huh. listen to songs. We watched Queen's performance at Live Aid. Which was epic. So that I, I could get clarity it. on the difference between Live Aid and Farm Aid and World Aid or whatever But also because I'm obsessed with Freddie Mercury. And Freddie Mercury's amazing voice. Then I had to play her Marky Mark's Good Vibrations. Yes. Which was she great. Didn't remember it. And then, oh, and then I had to play you the Macklemore and we danced because it's just fun. <laughs> See what I have to put up with? I know. Oy. You can hate on it, but it's it's hilarious at the same time. If you like it, it's fun. And we just got listening, done listening to Desposito, which I have never heard before. <laughs> I literally have never heard that song. I heard the name. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that it's Justin Bieber <laughs> tried to rhyme Desposito with Down the Street. Oh. <laughs> I'm almost I, positive. And I cannot confirm it, so I don't know how to <laughs> feel But I about cannot it. wait to look up the lyrics later to see if that's actually what he said. Yeah, you do that. Because if he did, that's the most amazing song lyric ever, and I'm going to use it as a quote from now there's on. There's no way that... No. He's not... There's no way anyone <laughs> let him be quite that tone. Though. Do you think anybody can make Justin Bieber do anything? Every, I'm da, 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 sure da, 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 down the street <laughs> I'm telling you that's what he said. <laughs> I don't there's no way that Valentina true. introduces me to a whole side of the world I don't know anything about. Like And the worst part is that it's just a like infinitesimally small pie piece of what is actually current. Oh yeah. I'm not current. Yep. I I like I told you, I use the little old lady emoji all the time. Yeah. Because she's like my spirit animal. No, I definitely, I was trying to do like a fun new playlist on Spotify. So we went on like what's new on the charts. And uh-huh. I was like, what is all of this? <laughs> oh, is, see, you post, know, you're becoming Post me. Malone. What is that? And I felt a hundred years old. It felt yeah. exactly like my mom used to sound when I would watch like the VMAs. Be Kids like, these days. Mom, you're so lame. <laughs> How do you not know who this person is? Like your mom's supposed to know that shit. Yeah, they should. Hey, if you want to relate to me, you should know my music. But yeah, I definitely. You know, I don't think any parent should want to relate to their teenage daughter because teenage daughters are the fucking worst. They are. But I mean, I guess you got to know if like music's like. Blowjobs are the best. <laughs> Why do you got to know that? That's how songs go, right? <laughs> yes, I don't know. Depends. I guess if you're... there's some genres that are sort I guess of like if your that. daughter's in a blowjobs. I don't know. No, the song is. Like, it I mean, you mean can't hate is. on your daughter if she's in a blowjobs. Listen, I listened to Cop Killer when I was a teenager. Yeah, Ice T, Cop Killer, that whole. I'd probably kill a cop before I give hundred blowjobs. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. I listened to that all the time, but I didn't actually kill a cop. I thought it was hilarious that Ice T was singing about it, mm. but I didn't actually do it. Do you ever see Straight Outta Compton? The movie? Mm-hmm. I did. 
Your horse now. See now, you're getting it. You're actually surprised when I have seen something. I know now you throw me off, and I'm like, more the appropriate reaction to things. It was good. I liked it. It was good. I'm gonna be seeing that dumb Desposito down the street forever. And then yeah, and then and then she found an even better song. Yeah. That was wait. Where do I even find it? Basically the same. Don't sue us. But the but the group that record that is in Spotify as being the artist behind it is Alaska Thunderfuck. <laughs> nice. Alaska Thunderfuck yeah. singing Valentina? I don't know. We're going to listen. It gives her never-ending joy. It does. We can't listen to the whole song, Valentina. Nope, that's all I want. <laughs> but she just need... wants to hear her name in the song. But I'm going to need someone who speaks Spanish to tell me what he's saying. Because <laughs> if he... Okay, fun fact. So I'm actually <laughs> named after a song. It's a French song. Uh, Valentina by Maurice Chevalier. <laughs> no way. The song was called Valentina and Weird. you were named after was, the song? I know, right? <laughs> It's so weird. It's this song. It's called Thunderstruck, and I was named after it. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, Maurice Chevalier was the guy that sang Thank Heaven for Little Girls. Uh huh. I don't know if you remember. He's that. creepy. No, just it right was off sweet the bat. at the time. But anyway, That's so what he you sang think. a song, Valentina. And it was apparently like my paternal grandfather's favorite song or something. That's what they told me growing up. So, I'm in French class in college. And they're talking about Marie Chevalier, and we're about to listen to, like, a tape of him. And I said, let's play Valentina. Let's play Valentina. This is my, my name, my song, whatever. And the teacher just looks at me. My teacher, for, <laughs> for reference, looks like John Turturro. So okay. just have that in your mind. And he looks at me, and he's like, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so then after class, he's like, come over and talk to me. And he was yeah, those lyrics are not appropriate for classrooms. And I was like, what song is this? <laughs> like, I did not know. And it's apparently about a fucking ginger prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Who is also ginger downstairs. And how great she is. Wow. Yeah. They really go into that much detail. So I walked out of the classroom, dialed up my mother and was like, excuse me. Mother, you have things to explain to me because I thought this was going to be some romantic, amazing, beautiful <laughs> song. And now I'm named after some fucking redhead whore. Thanks. Well, your grandfather loved it and it just sounded really good with our last name. <laughs> it and, does sound really good with your last yeah, name. And the other name that was in the fishbowl when they were guessing uh, was Annunciata. Oh, well, you, I think you got lucky then. I did. Name me like after the creepy song every time. A hundred percent. Yeah. The other one sounds like some Latin term for vagina. <laughs> you got her in her old annunciata. <laughs> when actually, and I do know the Latin word for vagina. Because <laughs> of course I do. And it's pudenda. And yes. It's, that's okay. a horrible word. I've heard that word before. It's awful. I would be, I would not be surprised if somebody around here, not around here, but somebody somewhere on this planet had that name. Name the job, Pudenda, yeah. probably. <clears throat> and spelled it with like a, there was a P-O-O. New... <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like there has to be like subscripts and 
Like I saw Caitlin. No. And it might be an urban legend. I don't know. But it was K and then V one one one. Okay. So Roman Kate. numeral eight right. and then L Y N. But so it looks like K V I I I so dumb. I'm pretty sure this How is pers- that person gonna put that name on a resume and get a job? I don't they're like, I don't even know what to call her when I call her, so I'm just not going to call her. They is were what in happens. Like Tennessee. I don't know. It might have been on the heroin thing I'm watching. <laughs> I don't know. might have been on an intervention. <laughs> I might have totally made it that whole thing up was- in a fucking hallucinogenic yeah. haze. It certainly wasn't on the spelling bee. I'll tell no. you that. No. <laughs> okay, friends. We are gathered here today to talk about my topic, which I is... I thought we were going to start talking about your hair. Oh, it's so cute. It's if anyone wants tail. to donate hair to me, that would be great. <laughs> I've been blonde for at least 50 years, and I did a dumb thing, and I cheated on my colorist, and I went to some <gasps> new cool colorist, and she made me lose probably 70% of the hair on my head. So I have this weird kind of mullet thing happening. I like to say that it looks like Prince Charming from Shrek. <laughs> So just Google that and then put my face on it. <laughs> That's what's happening. Why did you decide to cheat on your colorist? So the new, the new, so there's a, there was a girl at my old work that had the most amazing blonde hair. And so she told me about her girl and the Instagram was insane. And, but this girl had like a two year waiting list. So I was like, what about the next stylist down? And they were like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she can see you in like two months. So I was like, okay, I'll try that. I should not have tried that. Mm. It's basically like cheating and getting syphilis times <laughs> 1,000. <000. laughs> like, uh, and then I had to sheepishly like crawl back on my knees to my regular colors and be like, I'm so sorry. I don't know why she. I thought she could do better. <laughs> but now I have no hair and I need you to help me. So we chopped it to about kind of a lob length. But it's so weak and just so ridiculous that I can only kind of put it in a ponytail. So I put it in a ponytail it's an adorable on ponytail. top of my head. So if you've ever seen Monsters, Inc., <laughs> <laughs> I think oh it looks God. a lot like Boo. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's where I'm at. So, people, lesson. Yeah. Don't cheat on your colorist. Don't. Just do stick with what just you know. Have just have a mature talk with them about what you think you might want out of someone else. I think it's like a relationship. I don't think I'm getting this from you. Could you do this for me? Oh, I could. Well, then, thank you. I didn't need to go elsewhere. A hundred percent true. And now oh, I will suffer for the next year. But she does look adorable. I'm just saying. But just not really the look that I'm going for. In your late 30s, you don't want to be adorable. I thought you were 27. Yeah, that's true. I'm adorable. (laughs) I hope I when I go on spring break next year, everyone says I'm adorable. You know who's adorable is this little dog that's still sitting on my lap. (laughs) I don't know if you're trying to sell her to the public (laughs) or sell your husband on it or sell yourself on it. I'm sold. I would take him home. My cat would not be happy about it. Just try it. Ian wouldn't be happy about it either. But you could just try it. (laughs) Maybe he won't even notice. He is a tiny dog. And we can microdose Spike. Spike probably would love that. He probably needs it. 
You might have to hook me up before yeah, I go yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I've ever done it. No, why would you do that to an animal? Never. Mm -mm. No. But speaking of drugging things. How good was that? Oh, that's that's oh. why she makes the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about drugs. <laughs> Woohoo! We're going to talk about terrible drugs. We're going to talk about terrible drugs that have happened in what I called old-timey medicine, <laughs> which is the technical term. Yeah. These were the worst ideas in old-timey medicine. And mind you, there's probably a hundred of them, and I picked like four, so deal with it. I know you guys don't like when I ramble. <laughs> I'm shoving her face I, in her microphone. Yeah, whoa. whoa. Her microphone in her face. So, uh, I was going to go chronologically. Mercury. Oh, mercury was a thing. People thought this was a great idea. Okay, but can we just stop real quick and talk about how fun mercury is to play with when you're a kid? Uh, I don't think any kids today are going to know what you're talking about. Did you, though? Like no. break a thermometer and play with the mercury inside? No, I did not. Get to okay, do I've that. done that on more than one occasion. And it makes a little ball, right? Yeah, but then you can split it into a million balls and then you can push it back together into one. It's amazing. It's a really fun toy. If anybody gets a chance to play with mercury. Don't do it. Don't listen Just to Just do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry. Trying to get us kicked off the airwaves. <laughs> Not I'm sorry, but ones. most of our listeners, I think, are going to appreciate that and going to yeah with play with your it. balls. That's fine. Of mercury, whatever. All right, whatever your preference is. So, <laughs> as early as 1500 BCE, ancient Romans, Assyria, what? Nothing. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, ancient Romans, uh, also in Assyria, Egypt, Greece, and China, uh, used it. It was also known as quicksilver. Which makes mm. sense because it's a little zoomy thing and it's very shiny. <laughs> it does slip away from you pretty quick. So it was used to treat everything. <laughs> I need a note that it's basically like my dad and Neosporin. The dad mm. in my big fat Greek wedding and his Windex and Chris Rock's family with Robitussin. So I feel like every dad has like a thing that's like just put it on everything. And just solves fine. everything. Yeah, just okay. put some tussin on it. You'll be fine. <laughs> so scrape your elbow, rub mercury on it. Oh, you're constipated? Put some mercury in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Mercury. Why did they, do you know why they thought it was medicinal? I don't. I Because it would do really terrible things to you. So I don't know if like what the things it did to you distracted from the things that were your symptoms going into this thing. Like, hey, my throat's not sore anymore, but I'm bleeding out my eyes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, so in China, they thought it made you immortal and you could also walk on water. And they combined it with arsenic for a tonic. Oh, that sounds like a great super combo. Duper, super duper. Uh, and it was then, in the later years, used to treat the fight, used to treat the spread of STDs. Mm -hmm. uh, it was used as a cure for syphilis. Um, Didn't work, by the way. Used yeah, but they said, to its credit, the cure usually resulted in one less person with syphilis <laughs> in the world. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I know, that's my favorite kind of cure. <laughs> Uh, and then it said it's generally believed that Mozart was poisoned by mercury-based syphilis cures, which contradicts the film Amadeus, in which he was killed by writing too much music somehow. 
And I fucking adore that movie. Like, I've watched it since I was a child. Because uh-huh. I remember the opening scene where Salieri cuts his wrists. And I was just like, this is so gross. And I can't stop watching. And it was just the best movie I'd ever seen. So I, it's a very special place in my heart. But I did think, I'm pretty sure that's probably from Cracked. That it was just this amazing question. <laughs> he died from writing too much music. Um, Somehow, I like that. <laughs> That's another oh. actor. What the fuck ever happened to that guy? What was know. his name? Oh, Shiza. Again, don't look at me with a, put a microphone in front of me and I don't know things. <clears throat> I know the guy who sang Rock Me on the Days. <laughs> Tell me, what's his name? I don't know his name, but I know he you went to. You just said you I said, I said, I know something about him. I didn't say oh, I know his name. That he ended up, he was in rehab in Costa Mesa. Oh, it was Tom oh, Hulse. I don't even know who that is. And then F. Murray Abraham played Salieri. Do you remember the Rock Me Amadeus song? Rock Me Amadeus. Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Rock Me Amadeus. Yeah. That was a- Falco, that's his name. Yeah. That was the height of just great lyric writing <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> It was aha. Just straight poetic. Right? In- <laughs> 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 no. Take me on. Take on me. That's good. Oh, we've grown so much as a people. (laughs) Now we have lyrics like Despacito down the street. (laughs) No, but there's another one that's horrible that's like Versace, 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 or Gucci, Gucci. I don't remember. Someone's going to be really mad when they listen to this. I feel like that's going to be a Flight of the Concord song. It probably will be. Versace, Versace, Versace. I think it was a thing, though, quite honestly. <laughs> Not. Uh, okay. But there is the new Versace murder show coming out, which I'm pretty excited about. Any, anyway, you guys should be into it. <laughs> if you like murder. Murder? Murder. He was murdered. Oh, hey, my cat's here. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That was a pretty impressive leap he just made. He's got to go get his food on before the dogs really. Oh, yeah. There. Okay. Okay. So, mercury. Mercury. So and arsenic combo. Uh, great stuff. Symptoms of mercury poisoning would have included, chest, or they still do, really. Uh, they include chest pains, heart and lung problems, coughing, tremors, violent muscle spasms, psychotic reactions, delirium, hallucinations, and suicidal tendencies. I bet that's why they could walk on water, that whole hallucinations part. They just fucking ran. <laughs> like, well, dude, that like, guy's totally walking me. on water. Uh, <laughs> apparently I just stopped researching mercury at that point. <laughs> I'm bored with mercury. <laughs> I'm going to move on to something called soothing syrups. Oh, I like soothing syrups a lot already. Oh, you will. 19th century. uh, The primary label, the hot label, was Mrs. Winslow's soothing syrup. Uh, It was advertised for children during nursing and teething periods. It was good for wind, colic, cramps, dysentery, and canker sores. (laughs) Not sure why your baby has those, but okay. (laughs) Uh, it was basically just morphine and alcohol. And it was dubbed the baby killer. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Mm, you know. And that was a good thing? Cute nickname. Uh, because babies would go to sleep, <laughs> never wake up. <laughs> or they would go through morphine withdrawal. Well, that's one way to handle 
cranky children. Which is horrible because I looked up morphine withdrawal because I've never done morphine, nor have I been withdrawn from it. Uh, it includes chills, goosebumps, heightened blood pressure, heart rate, insomnia, irritability, inability to feel pleasure, restlessness, anxiety, muscle pain, stomach pain, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, sneezing, tremors, loss of appetite, depression, and drug cravings. Been there. I feel like one of those ads <laughs> on TV that's like, Coughing, you smoking, should smoking. try Silenta. Yeah. But these are the side effects. Yes. That is a pretty much a good summation of what yeah. it feels like, though. Basically. Add to, like, you need to get out of your skin immediately. So for a baby that, like, just got here, yeah. it's probably pretty shitty. So they're probably going to be like, peace out. I, this wasn't what I signed up for. Right. Uh, so there's no numbers of how many babies actually died from the product because nursemaids and mothers, etc., were not keen to come forward. Really? I know. So shocking. surprising. Um, in an 1868 court summary, uh, the company that made the product reported selling more than 1.5 million bottles of the remedy annually. Um, and this was before companies had to list the ingredients on their <laughs> label. So it didn't just say morphine and alcohol? No, it was just like, yeah, your baby will be great. Just give it this. Right. So 1906, it was until 1906 that companies had to list the ingredients. But even then, we they still have old bottles that they found that list morphine sulfate, chloroform, morphine hydrochloride, codeine, heroin, powdered opium, and cannabis D. Cannabis edica. Not all in one drug. Oh, yeah. That's one label. Okay. Can I just tell you that that would be my favorite drug ever (laughs) if I still did it? You should be a baby in 1906. I would not have to be a baby. I would just take adult (laughs) doses because, like, that sounds like knockout in a bottle, and that is really my favorite thing. Can I be comatose in this chair over here? Why did we stop doing this? So one teaspoon of it contains 65 migs of pure morphine. Nice. Which was also referred to as laudanum mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, so the, the 1873 edition of The Health Reformer, which was apparently in some kind of advice-giving magazine that sounded like a shit show, suggested that babies six months of age receive no more than two to three drops of laudanum. The dosages listed on the bottle of Mrs. Winslow's soothing syrup <laughs> are alarming. For a child under one month old, the recommendation was six to ten drops. Children three months old were to be dosed half a teaspoon. And children six months old and up were to be given a uh, teaspoonful three or four times a day. It's amazing that we've survived as a species. At least a million How are we not all drug addicted? I don't know. Uh, It was not even denounced by the American Medical Association until 1911. And continued to be sold as late as 1930. Yeah. I know. So, I'm not surprised. Badass. <laughs> uh, then there was a little quick, quick thing that um, Bayer used to mass produce heroin and cough syrup in the late 19th century. Cough syrup, cough drops, lozenges. It does cure coughing. So there's that. Well, then, and that probably would have been a really great moneymaker for them if they could have continued to do it. Yeah. I mean, it does. Yeah, it cures coughing. It cures a lot of things as long as you don't run out. <laughs> it just brings up a lot of other problems. No, you just can't run out. So if you don't run out, it's fine. So there was heroin and cough medicine as late as 1912. I uh, was born in the wrong era. Oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> you were born in 1912. I was like, well, nope, just born era. in the wrong time. 
so then the other one that I wanted to delve into a little bit deeper was lobotomies. 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 No. <laughs> I okay. don't know what song you're saying. <laughs> I just get all rock star. You do. Okay. You just pick yeah, it up, though. Like, let's just, do it. Just... <laughs> Say a word and I'll rock out to it. <laughs> Apparently, that's a song and I don't know what. The Ramones, Lobotomy. Cool. We might play it at the end of this episode just because. So we can get sued. No, Although, wait, I'm trust re- me, they're all dead. They're not going to sue us. I to someone in the kinks. So if you want to play any kink songs, I'm pretty sure we can just play all those do you want to play any of those maybe do you have any like cross-dressing didn't they they sing a lot of great lola songs. yes that's if one. we have a lola episode we can totally play them but up. they're not the worst they're kind of entertaining no they're great yeah i liked them i was pretty excited to be related to them okay. no i thought you meant cross-dressers not the kings no i'm both actually, of them not the worst though. neither of them are the worst yeah I might be related to both, but I know for a fact I'm related to the kinks. Okay. Do you talk to, do they come over for Christmas dinner? No, that would be so much better. Then you would show up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go take some heroin cough syrup in the bathroom. Mm. Anyway, no, I didn't say that. Okay. Was so it? the first half of the 20th century, lobotomies were thought of as a cure for everything from schizophrenia to depression. So they basically thought that cleaning out a certain part of your brain would mm-hmm. rid you of whatever evils lived in that part of your brain, which is great because they didn't fucking know shit about what was going on in any part of your brain. Uh, a lot of the procedures basically took a 10 inch long basically ice pick and they'd shove it through your eye socket what kind of wiggle it around (laughs) they're just getting into the frontal lobes somewhere with a mallet so they're trying to smush the part of your brain that they think is the problem um and the inventor i want to say he was from portugal uh was given a nobel prize for this in 1949 it's amazing that you can survive a Ice pick through the okay. eye. Okay. Oh, listen. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hold the phone. All right. This just gets better. <laughs> so the procedure was controversial from its inception. What? I know, shockingly hmm. enough. Uh, it was prescribed for psychiatric and occasionally other conditions as a mainstream procedure in some Western countries for some two decades. Can you, can you, what are some, do you know some of the things that it was prescribed for aside from? Uh, Anything that was considered, as they said in the day, like mentally retarded. So okay. if you acted out, if you had tantrums, if you seemed slow, if you probably like dyslexic, if you like any behavioral issues. Um, Hysteria, probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So the That's whole argument was uh, there were these horrible side effects that would come with it, but they would sometimes counteract the symptoms that the people came in for so the whole controversy was between like which benefit is worth which risk and vice versa it kind of seems like we're still like that today right yeah there's this great idiot of a man named walter freeman who was a neurologist and a psychiatrist but not a surgeon but he coined the term surgically induced childhood Oh yeah, and this is him selling this. This uh-huh. is not like him defending Just go it. Back to childhood. This is him selling it. Used it constantly to refer to the results of lobotomy. 
the operation left people with, quote, an infantile personality. <laughs> like, that's a good thing. A period of maturation would then, according to Freeman, lead to recovery. Oh. In an unpublished memoir, he described how, quote, the personality of the patient was changed in some way in the hope of rendering him more amenable to the social pressures under which he is supposed to exist. He described one 29-year-old woman, and this is my new favorite thing, <laughs> as being, following lobotomy, quote, a smiling, lazy, and satisfactory patient with the personality of an oyster. <laughs> it's so good. Terrible. You're a fucking dick, Mr. Freeman. Yeah, Dr. Freeman. She couldn't remember his name. She endlessly poured coffee from an empty pot. <laughs> Poor girl. So terrible. Yeah. What? Why did he do this to her in the first place? Uh, for this particular patient, I did not delve oh, okay. further. But uh, so it was very prevalent in the forties and fifties, uh, but it was still being done into the sixties and not really into the seventies. But it's an estimated seventy thousand people probably endured it. But Jesus, yeah. So that's garbage. But what was interesting is that it leads to kind of an interesting historical anecdote in that in the Kennedy family there was a bit of a scandal. Only now that we find out that happened. So Joseph P. Kennedy and Rose had nine children. And this is the dad and mom of the Kennedys that we know. This is like the robber baron Kennedy? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Like whatever. The first kid was Joe Kennedy Jr. I don't know if you can. Second child, John Fitzgerald Kennedy. You've probably heard of him. Who? JFK. Hmm. Not, yeah, not I don't know. I think he just like drove around in cars or something. Oh. Uh, then the third one was Rosemary, who is this the focus of our discussion. Then there was Kathleen. Then there was Eunice. Eunice is particularly important because she became a Shriver. So that's where ah, the whole Shriver uh-huh. clan came from. Okay. Uh, then there was Patricia. That who, makes her particularly important, huh? Exactly. She became it's a Shriver. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Patricia, then there was Robert Francis, who we know as Bobby Kennedy, who sadly, he was our attorney general, senator of New York, had 11 children. What? Catholics. And was assassinated like his brother. Yeah. Uh, Then there was Jean Anne, and then the youngest is beloved Edward, a.k.a. Teddy Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about- He's passed away now, right? Mm, I think so. Didn't he die? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, So Rosemary, their first daughter, their third child, um, during her birth, the doctor was not immediately available, and the nurse ordered the mom, Rose, to keep her legs closed and force the baby's head to stay in there for two hours. Two hours? Yep. So they assume uh, that this action probably resulted in a harmful loss of oxygen. Oxygen, yeah. Yes, as one would. Uh, so as poor Rosemary began to grow as an infant, her parents noticed she was not reaching the basic developmental steps an infant or a toddler would normally reach. At two years old, she couldn't sit up, crawl, learn to walk, feed oh, herself, all of these things. Um, 
but they did take care of her and she loved her brothers she loved her older brothers um she was placid and easygoing as a child um and then as she matured into a teenager she became increasingly increasingly rebellious uh she was subject to violent mood changes she wanted to kind of sneak out of the house and do cool things like her siblings got to but of course they wouldn't let her um so she would have temper tantrums so the dad this amazing joe kennedy uh he was conflicted he didn't know how to have her treated he was embarrassed and he feared that his daughter's condition could impact the political ambitions for him and his sons i was gonna say i think we could probably do an episode on joe kennedy because he really wasn't a wonderful human does being. not sound very nice yeah so in november of 1941 when rosemary was 23 doctors <laughs> told joe that a new neurosurgical Sur- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, words are hard surgical neuro neurosurgical okay. procedure Ooh, that is a hard word mm-hmm. would help calm her mood swings and stop her occasional violent outbursts we're just gonna stick a nice pick through her eye <laughs> right he decided that his daughter should have the lobotomy performed however he did not inform his wife or any of his family members that he was going to do this until after Holy the shit. procedure was completed. So poor Rosemary is strapped to the table. Uh, she's got this guy, James Watts, and this nutjob, Walter Freeman, who I already talked about, who, by the way, neurologi- <laughs> neurologist <laughs> and psychiatrist, but not a surgeon, which right. I think is kind of a key. 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 Like, if I am going to have someone poking around in my brain, I would like them to be a surgeon. I would like them to not use an ice pick through my eye. Me being spoiled. So she uh, coherent. She's awake. So they described what happened next. Quote: We went through the top of the head. I think she was awake. She had a mild tranquilizer. I made a surgical incision in the brain through the skull. It was near the front. It was on both sides. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds precise. This guy makes shitty notes. Uh, We just made a small incision, no more than an inch. The instrument Dr. Watts used looked like a butter knife. He swung it up and down to cut brain tissue. Quote, uh-huh. we put an instrument inside. Ugh. I know. Right? That just made me literally squirm in my seat. Yeah. Um, so as Dr. Watts cut, Dr. Freeman put questions to Rosemary. For example, he asked her to recite the Lord's Prayer or to sing God Bless America or count backwards. We made an estimate on how far to cut based on how she responded. Oh, my So basically... God. Midway through God Bless America, she fucking can't. And they freak out and they stop. They've basically taken a really nice part of her brain and ruined it. So what turns out is that she has the mental capacity diminished to that of a two-year-old child. Her left side has been partially paralyzed. Her head is tilted and frozen near her left shoulder. The fingers of her left hand become gnarled and useless. She's lethargic, incontinent. She can no longer talk and has to rely on grunting, screaming, and shrieking. Oh my god, that's so sad. It's fucking insane. And it gets worse. So after the procedure, she was immediately institutionalized. Of course. And the fucking dad didn't tell anybody where she was. And he said she was institutionalized and she can't have visitors. So don't worry about it. And that. he never told them about the lobotomy either? Nope. 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 What a dick. Nope. 
So uh, first she went to this place called Craig House, which is a private psychiatric hospital in New York City. But it was found that she was probably sexually assaulted there. So he moved her. I mean, I guess. (laughs) That was nice. Thanks, Joe. The one good thing you did. So then she went to this place in Jefferson, Wisconsin, where she lived for the rest of her life. At a place called the St. Coletta Institute for Backward Youth. (laughs) Which has since been renamed the St. Coletta School for Exceptional Children. Yes. (laughs) They were so politically correct back in the day. Yeah. Backward youth. Yeah. So he fucking lied to everybody. So for 20 years, the rest of the Kennedy family had no idea what happened to her and never investigated. They took the word of the patriarch. Um, But then Joe suffers a stroke in 1961 and became mute. Uh, so the wife, Rose, learned the whereabouts of Rosemary because he was no longer physically capable of paying bills. So they went to her. Ha-ha. So she figured out where the daughter was. So he died in 1969. So now that Rosemary has been discovered. What Ted, kind of mom are you that lets it go for 20 years? Okay, sorry. So then um, she's been discovered. Ted Kennedy actually visits her a lot. And then the whole whole family kind of goes and visits her. Jack and Bobby are, are unfortunately already passed away and then never went to visit her. Um, what and, a tragic family. I know. Jesus. But the Shriver family, so Eunice, her sister, um, and her children um, started visiting quite a bit in the 1980s. And of course, our beloved JFK Jr. and his bride, Carolyn Bissett, uh-huh. visited Rosemary quite a bit. Okay. Um, and they believe that her condition may have inspired her sister Eunice to initiate the Special Olympics in 1962. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. So she did, in fact, get to spend a lot of time with her family members, and she learned to make her bed and go for walks and go swimming. And uh, so her mom's sister was a nun who helped take care of her as well. Uh, but they did get to do a lot of activities, and there are lots of pictures of her kind of at family events. But, I mean, you look at the pictures before the lobotomy, and she was just a smiling, cute girl, you know, 20-year-old girl with cute freckles and, you know, short kind of flapper bob brown hair. Yeah. And then afterwards, she's just in a wheelchair and... You know, you can't really tell like how much she knows what's going on. And there's, is there, there was no way for them to know what her brain function was and just what she was able to communicate, or she was just done. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, I don't know like what extent they tried to like get coerce her to communicate. Like if they tried like writing or sounds or whatever. Right. God knows. I mean, whatever age this was. Um, so at least she got family at the end, I feel like, is the only thing. Yeah. Um, so she was actually the first Kennedy child to die from natural causes. And she died, She passed away from natural causes on January 7th, 2005, at the age of 86. Oh, my God. So she lived a long time like that. She did. So Joe she... Kennedy, you should be ashamed I of yourself. Know. What a dick you are. What a dick. Not only to your own family, but he had some nefarious goings on and the way he got wealthy as well yeah i don't even i didn't even touch as do so many people right oh so yeah so those were my just shitty and there's a million more do you have any other examples we got leeches we got bloodletting we got yeah no cocaine 
Did they did they use that as a medicine or just as a cocaine? Yeah, it was a medicine, right? Like then uh, was it a numbing agent? What did they do with it? Based on my deep experience watching the Nick on Showtime, <laughs> which is about the Knickerbocker uh, hospital during the century in whatever city that was. It's a great show. Clive Owen. Oh, I like Clive he Owen. did a lot of cocaine. Stay up for procedures. Mm. But this was literally when they were figuring out that washing your hands would probably be a good thing. Or co- doing a lot of cocaine. And doing a lot of cocaine. Other. So that was a good thing. Or maybe both. So I think, yeah, at that point, I think actually cocaine was probably a good thing. For the doctors. I don't know if they used it on the patients. Right. Um, but yeah, there really was cocaine and coke. Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's a trip. Like, we don't know. And I think they're still doing that today, right? Like, there are street jugs that they don't know to have illegal because they don't know what the fuck they are. And then they kind of start to figure it out. And they're like, oh. I feel like the tendency is to just make everything illegal super fast. Like, bath salts. Well, if you're eating people's faces. But then there's the thing like fentanyl. Oh. killing a ton of people and causing a ton of problems. They're not making that illegal. Because they make money. Uh, but I feel like, don't you think in like 20 or 30 or 50 years, we're going to be looking back and be like, yes. they ever prescribed fentanyl for anything? What yeah, is I wrong always, with them? I always try to think about that. I try to think in 100 years from now, what are people going to say? I can't believe those fucking nut jobs in 2018 thought that this was a th- thing or this was not a thing. Like they thought that cocaine wasn't good for you or they thought transgender wasn't a thing or they like uh, there's myriad options of like what we could be fucking up yeah oh and i and i think i've said this before i fully believe chemo is gonna be one of those things yes we poisoned people yeah but i feel like hmm. we don't know what else to do yeah oh we don't but it's like it's very similar to mercury like well we don't have many tools this seems to kill everything. Right? I know. Let's and we look you. back and we're like, fucking, why would you give mercury? It made all these horrible things happen uh-huh. to you. But you look at chemo and you're like, uh, makes it Shaking, your hair chills, falls vomiting, out hair and falls you out, vomit all the weight, time. Muscle so. weakness, bone density right? loss. Maybe that's not great either. Yeah. Huh. Um, I guess you come back from it better than you did back in the day with mercury. But I don't know <laughs> if that's just necessarily because... Our aftercare is better. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Our dosing I'm only is a scientist. probably much more I'm not specific, too. Yeah, so that's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, we're definitely wrong about a lot of things, and I'm fascinated to know if you guys have any ideas about what you think we're gonna just be <laughs> wildly called out about for being like, oh, those idiots thought this was up. Oh my god, thank god for evolution and just like societal change and changes in thought and but things it's like too that. quick it's too quick oh so we're all inevitably gonna die but well there's that yeah <laughs> or we're gonna be immortal people want to be immortal which i don't I think understand is the weirdest that thing can i say i feel the same way this, this is a complete non sequitur actually but hey we're gonna turn left here everybody <laughs> turn left i was gonna say i feel the same way about managing people Wow. Everybody yeah. thinks people think they want to manage people. Like that's a great no, career goal. Be in charge. No. But anybody who's ever done it is like, that's the biggest pain in the ass there is. And I think people Why that would you want to be that? in charge of people are crazy. 
true. They probably shouldn't be in charge of people, but yeah, like literally so-, so many like, oh, I want to be a manager. Why do you want to be a manager? You're just handling people's shit all the time and trying to make them happy and no. trying to keep them productive. Just and do your them, stuff blah. and go home. Blah. Yeah. No. I know. So I just came up today at work and was like, I don't understand why everybody thinks this is such a great thing to be. I don't want to be in charge of other humans. Yeah. I'm, bar- I'm barely getting by. And then so. whenever they screw up, everybody looks at you. I don't look at them. Exactly. I mean, the whole thing is just a... Mm. Nope. Nope. Nope, 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 it's nope, a, nope, nope, It's not really a winner. But, no. Managing people, no. But I feel like that's sort of the same thing as wanting to live forever. Like, you think you do until you are, and then you're probably like, fuck, this kind of sucks. Yeah. I can I see that. I don't know. Could you imagine if you live forever, you'd have to work forever? But would you? I don't know. I don't know either. Just because Doesn't you live forever I doesn't mean you, you know don't. the lottery or well, can make know. a gazillion dollars. Hmm. Good point. Whoops. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Patty fell out of her chair. She was so excited at the idea of not working anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. I love no, my job. No, I love Sorry. That. It's the best. Yep. No, I uh, I don't know. But anyways, those are my little tiny stories about old-timey medicine. Those are pretty good stories. The whole thing about What's-Her-Face is really... I I've already know. forgotten her name. What good was her job, name? Good job, Rosemary. Rosemary Kennedy. <laughs> her mom was Rose, and she was Rosemary. That whole family cursed, I tell you. I Yeah, it didn't really go well for a lot of them. No, it really didn't. Okay. Can't think of one that it's really... I Teddy? mean... Killed someone. I guess Maria in a drunken Shriver driving accident. Out? I mean, she's still but she's alive. removed. Well, she's a driver. I know, but she's she's pretty removed. I she's think. not a Kennedy, and I think it's the Kennedy. Like, Ooh. well, you know what I mean. Scandalous. Yes. Jack Jun Jack Junior. John Kennedy Junior. Mm, Airplane Joe. crash. Joe. No, Joe. I don't think did anything. Oh, yeah. Joe may have died in a plane crash. Joe then... lobotomized his totally sane daughter. <sighs> Joe is a dick. Joe Sr. I don't know which... I, and I really didn't go into the background of pretty much anybody. No, no. I think that's probably good because the show I just know about was about JFK, medicine. And I know about Bobby. And I know the Eunice. And Teddy. And te- the other ones. Whatever. Sorry, I still guys. can't wrap my head around how... Like, Okay. Another random thought. Do it. Random thoughts with Patty. <laughs> we get all crazy about the stuff that, like, our president got away with and still got elected. Mm-hmm. Ted Kennedy killed a woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, left her and to left die her in there. a burning car, didn't And he? got elected as a senator. <laughs> like, no fucking problem. He's a Kennedy. He must be fine. <laughs> So I don't know why we're that surprised at all that if we decide that we like the person or whatever, that whatever they do doesn't fucking matter. We're just... Because we we proved that 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, I feel like we should not be left to our own devices, but then at the same time, I'm like, I don't know who should be in charge. The lizard people? Oprah. (laughs) Everybody does seem to want Oprah to be in charge. I know, but then one of my favorite comedy guys was like, uh, but also, let's talk about Dr. Phil. I know, and Dr. yeah. Oz. <laughs> She's not exactly the most reliable person. Were you, was that like the, uh, the Daily or one of those shows this uh, morning? Because they were. Save America. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, she'll have to answer for those things if she for ever sure. decides to run. Yeah. That was good. Bless that was a good heart. episode. 
And that they were trying to compare, like, her celebrity to his celebrity. And they're like, no, no, no. His celebrity is not the problem at all. Like, the fact that he's a celebrity has nothing to do with the fact that he's ridiculous and we don't like him. Like, it's he could be from nowhere in the middle of the country. And he's still crazy and we don't like him. So, I believe that. I get that. <laughs> all right. That's but fair. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else? You know, I you know, don't. we forgot to do last episode was tell people where to find us. Oh, it's a travesty. We're playing mysterious. <laughs> You'll just have to go and look for us. Because I'm pretty sure if you're listening, you probably know where we are. You might, but you might be just randomly. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on email. We're everywhere. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Just the Worst Pod. Mm-hmm. We are on Twitter at jtw pod and we're really bad at twitter no i twitter all the time tweet i know i twitter (laughs) i'm on there all the time cool yeah i tweet all the time and you wouldn't believe the opinions you hold because i tweet for the both of us oh great no every now and then i put my name but mostly i just tweet for the both i feel like twitter is the biggest garbage fire of all the social media yeah but you know what there's a lot of um podcast listeners and podcasters on there so it's kind of fun actually because you get to connect with new shows and see what else people are doing and it actually is pretty good that way do you have any shows to give shout outs i was just looking to see what i had listened to oh you know what i wanted to shout out is um the my age podcast my age my age is um joel attenborough he does he's an australian guy and he does this podcast it's super fun he doesn't do it often enough joel but um it's like he interviews people and he's a musician so he mostly interviews musicians but other artist types as well and he goes through their life and they talk about their life framing it around five different songs oh it's really cool so they'll talk about their parents and the kind of music their parents introduced them to and then they'll pick a song from that that, and then like kind of through their life like different genres and different music that really made a difference for them it's a super cool show i wish he did it more often that's really neat that'd be fun to do so my age podcast everybody yeah go check it out give them some some props, I started listening to Atlanta Moth Chart today. Um, oh, you did? Is yeah, it good? It is good. The other one I listened to completely was Heaven's Gate. Oh, I, I listened to every single yet. episode that's available. I don't know if that's the whole thing. That's fantastic. It's really good. I love show like that. Yeah, but that's so mainstream. That's like a is big. It? Yeah, it's put on. It's produced by Stitcher. It's oh, yeah, mine was Tinderfoot. So sorry. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's that's so- okay. Every now and then we can talk about the shows that are well supported Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. my age is an indie podcast it's super good it's australian it's got a great accent that's a cool idea too yeah it's a really cool idea to do for yourself like what are the i know i was like define you whether you're a musician or not i told him that my goal was to become a popular enough podcaster to be on his show Ooh, (laughs) i like that yeah so that's my new my new goal is to be famous enough so everyone work on your five songs we'll hit them all at once oh yeah we can't do that because that's his show we're just gonna, we'll just talk about them. No, we're not going to talk about it. I was going to say we can all write them down and then send them send to Send them to Joel and be, like, and be like, hey, put us on your show. No. <laughs> Why are you going to monopolize on it? I was just saying. We could contribute. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's how you reach us. Those are new podcasts or older podcasts that you should listen to. Yep. And I think that's all we have for now. Yep. Thanks, everybody. We love you. We do love you.
I would say happy Friday, but it's probably not Friday when you're going to hear this. So happy day. Wednesday. It is. It'll be Wednesday. Happy wet. Happy hump day. <laughs> okay. It's definitely time to go cut, now. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> we don't cut anything out. Nope. Got it. Bye. That's why. You, yeah. Okay. Bye, it. everyone. <laughs>